Hey everybody, I'm Jen Garrett, and I've used my Move the Ball system to help thousands of people to think and execute like a pro athlete when it comes to business and branding. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize the same tools and strategies to elevate your hustle and get you across the goal line. So get ready. It's time to suit up, to show up, and to move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's great to be back with you for another episode of Move the Ball and for the season two finale. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm glad to have you here today. And if you've been part of the Move the Ball movement for quite some time, welcome back. I want to thank you for all of your support throughout this season. It's hard to believe that I've already done over 160 episodes of the show. As you all know, the focus of this podcast has been on conversations around business, branding, sports, and also how to move the ball. I hope you found these episodes to be motivating, inspiring, and that they have given you nuggets of information and tips that you have been able to take and apply to your business, to your career, to your brand, and just to life. To those who have reached out to me and provided feedback about the show, I just want to say thank you again and a huge, huge, huge high five for those who have shared the podcast with others in your network. I really appreciate you letting other people know about the show. As I shared during season one's finale, when I began this podcasting journey, I had no idea what to expect. I was blown away by the awesome conversations that I had with incredible guests, whether they were a professional athlete, a senior corporate executive, or a super successful entrepreneur. I got so much from all of those episodes. And if you listened to those last season, I hope you did too. Now, going into season two, while I had a bit more podcasting experience under my belt, as I reflect back on the season, I still have been completely blown away by how the podcast and the Move the Ball movement have grown. And you all have been a part of that. So again, thank you. I truly appreciate you. And when I look back at the guests that have come on the show, all I have to say is, wow, First off, as a girl from Chicago who grew up as a Bears fan and also a Bulls fan, having both coach Mike Ditka and five-time NBA champ Bill Cartwright on the show was something I never imagined would happen this season. Of course, I'm always looking to level up and bring higher profile and legendary people on the show. But back in February of this year, as I was getting ready to kick off season two, Having these guys on the show just wasn't something I had initially envisioned. Both of them are extremely busy, and I'm just so honored that they wanted to be a part of the movement and grateful to both of them for giving me their time and coming on the show to chat. And since I'm mentioning my guests, I just want to send a special thank you to all of my guests who have been on the show this season. Huge, 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 huge thank you. I've said a lot of thank yous so far, haven't I? Well, what I want to do for this final episode is a few things. I want to share with you some of the highlights and clips from the conversations that I've had this past season. And then after that, I'll also share some of the things that I'll be working on in my podcasting off season. And while I'm getting ready for season three, which mark your calendars will kick off the day after the Super Bowl in 2022. Now, before I get into the show highlights, I do want to share one of those things that I am working on as I'm super, super excited for it. I've occasionally mentioned it throughout episodes over the summer and this fall. And so what is that thing I want to share? 
Well, I'm currently in process of writing another book. Some of you might know about this already, but you might be wondering, what is it about? Well, you all know that this journey with the Move the Ball movement started with my Move the Ball book. This next book is a complement to Move the Ball, where I discuss the importance of suiting up, showing up, and moving the ball, and how to do those three things. If you've heard the show before, I always end each episode saying something like, until next time, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. We all know that how you show up to each day matters. And if you want to truly reach that next level of greatness, you've got to show up the right way. That starts off by suiting up with the right mindset and having the preparation to be successful. And then it's about showing up to each day and being present in each moment like you are supposed to be there. When you do these things, that's when you will move the ball. So in this next book, I'm going to go into these three themes of how to suit up, how to show up, how to move the ball. And I want to mention that what I include in the move the ball section of this book is not, not a repeat of what I wrote about in Move the Ball. So there's a lot of other concepts and tools I'm gonna throw in there that are going to help you to keep moving forward. So stay tuned for that. And of course, I'll be posting on social media and in other content as I progress and move the ball with getting this book complete. So I'm super excited for it. This is something that I've wanted to do for quite some time. And so I decided earlier this year that this was going to be the year that I knuckle down and really work on this next book. All right. So I've talked quite a bit so far, but let's really get into the focus of the show, which is highlights from some of my favorite episodes. Now I could only pick a few or else this episode would be super long. So I'm highlighting 11 different episodes here today, but there were so many great guests on the show. And so I would encourage you to go check out the list of episodes that have had this season and find the ones you like, find the people that interest you, the topics that you think might be interesting and go check them out. So where I wanted to kick off the highlight reel is with episode 147 with Dexter McCluster. Just a little about Dexter. Dexter is a retired American football running back who played college football for the University of Mississippi for Old Miss. While playing college football, Dexter was the only player in SEC history to rush for 1,000-plus yards and to also receive for 500-plus yards in a single season. Dexter was drafted in the second round of the 2010 NFL Draft as a 36th overall pick by the Kansas City Chiefs, and he played in the NFL for seven seasons. Go ahead and check out this episode. I would definitely say you have to be hungrier than the average every single day. You have to wake up in the morning. You have to walk in it. You have to talk in it. You have to really live it. If you really want something, you have to do the extra. Whatever that extra is to you, you have to do it. Whether it's waking up at 2 in the morning, making that sacrifice to do it. Uh, working out, running, doing whatever, just put your mind to it and, and try not to let others dictate where you want to be or challenge who they think that you can be. Because at the end of the day, you can be whatever you want to be. But when you say that, when you say you want something, you can't just say it and not mean it. So when you say it, you have to believe it. And when you believe it, everybody else around you will believe it. It'll come true and it'll be a whole happy celebration. So keep going if you want to, whatever you want to do, be prepared to fall, but be prepared to fight back. Because at the end of the day, Nobody cares how you get to the top. It's always somebody trying to get you back down to their level. So you keep fighting, you keep clawing, you keep chasing greatness every single day, and it will eventually come. 
Why I like this clip and wanted it to be here, especially as the first one in the highlight reel, is because something that I didn't mention about Dexter earlier is he's only 5'8". So he's a little guy, but he was a beast on the field, and he definitely put the work in to be able to be successful. Dexter says, keep chasing greatness every single day, and eventually it will come. That's what it's about. It's about showing up the right way each and every day, whether you feel like it or not. It's putting in the work, staying hungry, and going after whatever you set your mind to. I'm sure you could tell from the clip that Dexter has such a positive mindset, positive energy, positive vibe around him. I would really, really encourage you, if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. It is an awesome one. This next one is episode 117 with Alex Molden, who was a first round NFL draft pick, 11th overall, and Alex played eight seasons in the NFL. This snippet focuses on gaining clarity of purpose in order to be successful, both on and off the field. I've been cut before, Jen. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been released, I've been fired, and it's embarrassing to kind of walk to your, your locker in the NFL and you, you don't... They don't give you a bag. They give you a trash bag. And you bag up all your shoes and all your stuff. And then with security, they walk you out of the facility. I'd much rather have that happen Mm -hmm. to me 10 times than to ever have somebody or to ever have that feeling again where I don't know who I am. That started me on my journey. Thank goodness that I did have a coach when I was playing that gave me these three things, alignment, assignment, and adjustment. Those things gave me success on the field. And so I just figured, hey, if I can dive deep into this, it can give me success off the field. Episode 125 is with former Auburn quarterback and first round NFL draft pick Jason Campbell, where Jason talks about putting in the effort and looking at are you doing enough? Have a listen. Exactly. And that's the key, because I always tell guys, I talk to a lot of guys today about integrity. I just like the one thing about integrity, it comes from within and it comes from you. I said, so if you was to sweep things under the rug and think nobody would see it, the only person that should matter that sees it is you because you saw it. So something on the inside of you shouldn't feel right. And it should make you be like, nah, you know what? I, I need to fix that or I need to take care of this. I need to do that. I say it's the same way when you go to practice. You go to practice. If you know you have effort something at practice and on film, Coaches can go over to whatever, but it should bother you because you know you have effort it and you didn't put forth your fullness. And it's the same thing that you have to do when you're playing a sports and when you're going to school or going to college and different things, or even at your workforce. You know that every time that you have an opportunity to get better, take advantage of that day to get better. We can all find something to complain about. We can all find some reason, someone to blame and all this type of stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and know what you're doing and why you're doing it, and is it enough, and are you doing enough? And I think that's the question. If you can answer those questions truthfully, then you learn more about yourself and heels and valleys than you do on the straightaway. This is another one of those episodes where, I mean, Jason just does a fantastic job throughout the entire show. So again, highly encourage you to go have a listen to Jason's episode. It's one you're going to get so much, so much value from. This next episode is 118 with Yo Murphy, who played in the NFL and the CFL, and he currently trains the best of the best athletes like first round NFL draft pick and Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. 
He's also trained second round NFL draft pick Christian Barmore and Major League Baseball's Kyle Schwarber. There's so many guys that Yo has trained in his experience and listen in as Yo shares what he looks for when bringing people into work as part of his elite team. I think the biggest thing is playing pro sports or or playing sports period. You know, one thing that it, it, it taught me that I've carried on off the field is to achieve greatness, you need help. You can be, you know, an amazing player, but championships in sports is, is usually what they look for when they're talking about greatness. Business, you know, once I got off the field and, and really decided on what I wanted to do, I really focused on that, you know, as I built my team, as I, you know, I just needed great people around me to support me, you know, push, pull, just really good teammates. And let's unpack that a little bit. When you look for a good teammates, what qualities are you looking for, for people to be a part of your team? Simple, empathy, effort, and energy. It's my motto. It's taken a while to really figure out, you know, how those look and and how they can support what we're trying to do. You know, just going back through it, you know, when I have somebody that works for me, works with me, that has empathy for who we're working with or the cause, it really helps them get bought into it. You know, the effort and the energy that you go about it helps with the intent. You know, that's what I look for. I I need somebody that's empathetic to what we're doing or who we're doing it with or doing it for. Um, And when we can get that, you know, it, it gets us off on the right foot. It helps us with understanding how to be humble in, in a situation. Man, pride and failure are so close in definition. You know, I really try to focus on making sure that we're humble. You know, we're servants. We understand that. Confident in, in how we serve, but, you know, making sure that we're leading with humility. This next episode is episode 146 with Marvin Jones. Marvin was drafted in the first round of the 1993 NFL draft as the fourth overall pick by the New York Jets, where he spent his entire 11 season career. I chose this episode because I wanted you to hear an inspiring story about his most memorable game. It's a reminder about a principle I discussed in my Move the Ball book, which was the need to play the full 16, and we do that in football, and also the need to keep playing in the game of life. What was your most memorable game and why? I would say the most memorable game would be probably one that everybody knows, and that's America in the Meadowlands. That was the, <laughs> the Monday night game against the Dolphins. And- 2000, when we were down and we came back and won at the end of the game, everybody had left. It was actually the, was the longest, I think it was the longest game in NFL history at that time. The Monday night game, and then the game didn't end until about 1.30 that morning. But it showed me, I mean, we're down, I mean, I think we're down by a few, I mean, a minimum three, four touchdowns. And we came back and won that game at the end of the, at the, end of the football game. But it showed me about, about having that mental toughness when a team, as a team, I think that was probably Best games I had ever played in because that team had one heartbeat. Everybody played together. Nobody got frustrated. I mean, it was like ideal conditions of how you're behind and how we would have 10 reasons of why we should have never won that game. But everybody had one reason to win the game. And that's because we loved the game so much. We just, we just had that. We wasn't going to quit mentality. Nobody quit. We just made plays and plays and plays. And before you know it, we were back in the game and we had won that game. But as a team game, that was probably 
out of all my 11 years, that was probably one of the best team games I had ever played in an experience. Episode 124 is next with Major Wright, who won a BCS National Championship with the Florida Gators in 2008. And Major was drafted in the third round of the 2010 NFL Draft by the Chicago Bears. In this episode, the advice he shares was really in the context of helping players to be successful in the league and for them to be successful beyond the game. But what he shares is very important for all of us to keep in mind, whether we are a pro athlete or a pro player in the game of life. Continue to educate yourself because I feel like education could take you out of any situation. I know for me, one thing that I did do, I did put all my eggs in one basket. I did just think about football and then think about the future. But it hit me harder when I retired and I didn't have anything else to fall back on. That's when it hit me. It didn't catch me when I was playing. It didn't catch me a year after. It caught me three years after when I couldn't figure out what would be my next move. But I think educating yourself in all aspects, financially, even when you're on the field, make sure you become a student to the game and off the field. Make sure you be a sponge to be able to soak things up and be able to learn from it. But I think education is probably the biggest thing I would tell any college athlete or any person on this earth. I'm telling you that education is so important and is so huge. This next one that I chose to include was from episode 80 with former NFL quarterback, Jeff Garcia. As you can tell from this snippet, Jeff's got such great energy. He has a great message about something that happened to him in his NFL career playing with the 49ers and have a listen to this. But again, I would encourage you to really go back and check out Jeff's entire episode. It's a longer show, but it's worth listening to every single minute. He knows how to tell stories and he's got some great stories and advice to share. You can't listen to the noise, but I started to listen to the noise. What are the outside people thinking about the San Francisco 49ers right now? They see a team that's struggling. What's the major change? Well, the major change is the quarterback position. They don't have Joe Montana anymore. Steve Young got knocked out early in the season. He's not returning. They went from two Hall of Fame quarterbacks to now this guy, Garcia. How's he going to fill their shoes? And I think at one point I was trying to be them and I can't try to be them. I have to be me. And I think it took a benching during that season. I sat for two games, watched another quarterback step onto the field and have a lot of the same struggles, if not worse, to realize that, hey, first of all, take the pressure off of me. You can't be Joe Montana. You can't be Steve Young. You have to be Jeff Garcia. You have to operate the game the way that you learn the game, the way that you know how to operate it. And also understand that you can be successful. Rewatch some of your successful plays, whether it was versus the Tennessee Titans or some of the other games where you had good decisions, good throws, good timing, accuracy was good. All of those things. And, and really it was my quarterback coach, Greg Knapp, who put a clip of plays together for me and said, hey, you're going to be starting this week. I want you to watch these 50 to 60 plays where you executed the play damn near to perfection to show yourself that you are capable of playing at this level, that the game is not too big for you. 
Now, of course, I had to also include an amazing female in the season finale. So here's a snippet from Johanna Ferries, who worked for many years in the NFL in New York. And at the time that we recorded her episode, which was episode 82, she was working for Activision Blizzard as the commissioner of the Call of Duty, as well as the Overwatch leagues. To your point, we can't do huge things alone. It just doesn't work that way. And sometimes you need to go to a coach or somebody who's outside of your own head and say, hey, here's what's you know working, here's what's not working. And they have your back and they're going to help you put one foot in front of the other. We've all been there though. You know, you need those times to just kind of grieve a little <laughs> or feel the sting of a missed opportunity. But again, you get back up and you look back at, you know, what can I learn from that moment? What can I draw from that moment? And I, I'm a big believer in coaches helping athletes really activate the best of themselves. This next one is from my fellow military officer, although he is a Naval Reserve officer who also played college football at the Naval Academy, and he currently is a NASCAR driver. So check out episode 103 with Jesse Iwuji. That's how you can create great teamwork because you're all in it together to make that happen. As far as leadership, as a leader, helping foster that type of environment, that type of positive environment where everyone's empowered to keep this system up to par and doing great things. Being a leader, that's the tough part is understanding, okay, what do I got to do to make sure that I can keep this system efficient and working always? Because as a leader, you can't think that you're a good leader if your team just does well because you're able just to motivate them and that's it. Because when you're not there, you're not motivating them, then what are they doing? You got to create that efficient system where they're motivated no matter what, because they think about the mission. The mission never goes away. You're going to be there. You're going to be gone the next day. Someone else is going to replace you. Episode number 113 is one that I always enjoy listening to with Sheldon White. Sheldon also played in the NFL. He was drafted in the third round, played in the league for six seasons. He was an NFL executive for many years with the Detroit Lions, and he also served as the interim GM for the Lions. So have a listen to what he has to say. This is a great, great episode that he shares a lot of different tips for navigating and being successful in your career. One of the biggest questions I always ask all my guys when I was interviewing them is what happens at, you know, whatever job you take, you know, where do you want to be in 10 years? And they all say, I want to be the CEO. I want to be the, the general manager. I want to do this. And I always would ask them the question, what if you're still in the same chair you're in now? Are you happy? So obviously everyone always talks about the passion of what you're picking, but at the same time though, you have to really be excited about what you're doing. And if you don't get the promotion right away, it can't be a career anything. You know, there's a lot of, younger player, people that just want to accelerate to the top. But really, the thing that helps you the most is being able to build a base throughout the course of your career. And once you get into that chair, you know exactly what to do. I'll give you my example of that. I'm playing at Miami, Ohio. I'm going to make it to the Hall of Fame. I'm a four-year starter. Everything's great. Looks like I'm going to get drafted. Oh, there I am. I'm 62nd player taken in a draft. So for the last clip that I want to highlight on this finale... This clip has special significance to me because, as many of you know, I am an Alabama alum. And so how could I not include a snippet talking about Alabama football? So have a listen to this piece from episode 136 with former Alabama defensive back and 2017 national champion Shaheem Carter. So football is all about there's highs and lows there's, you know, fumbles, missed tackles, missteps, those kind of things. So when you look back at your 
career. And you talked about you can't focus on the last play. You got to focus on the next play. Can you talk to us about a time when something didn't go right and how you had to pick yourself back up and keep going and stay locked in? A time when things didn't go right. The SEC championship, my uh, junior season, nothing was going right for us. I think we was actually down, I, I think. And, you know, I was a leader on the team and I wanted to get the guys together and, you know, try to make a rally back. And I talked to the guys during halftime and while we was on the sideline, while we was down, guys, you know, was having a head down. Guys was really wasn't into the game, honestly. And, you know, I was just trying to like, I just kept like giving guys a pep talk. And that's when like adversity hit us. You know, we we down, whatever the score was, we down in the game. Georgia is really getting the best of us at that time in the game. And guys walking around with their head down, adversity had to hit us. And me being an uplifted guy, I try to, you know, just talk to the team, talk to individual players on the team to, you know, just tackle, just just come on. I, I like, you know, I carry the team. Just hop on and stick with me, ride it out, and we'll 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 get through. So that game there, when adversity hit us, like I felt the team needed me the most. And that's when I came through for them. I think that's important because sometimes it's easy to get discouraged, to get down. Even when you're you're playing the game, you know that, uh, I mean, as a competitive athlete, you know, it's not over till it's over. But as human beings, we're still emotional and you do kind of lose focus or get frustrated. And so you need people to kind of be the leader, right, to help keep the team going and keep them motivated and energized to continue to play. Correct. The reason I wanted to end the highlights with this little snippet was not because it gave me an opportunity to throw Bama ball in there and highlight their win against Georgia in the SEC championship, but that's always fun to do. It's really because it's important for all of us to remember that adversity hits us all the time often when we don't expect it. Life happens and things don't always go the way we want them to, not only for us, but for others we know, and also for our teams when it comes to business. So as you heard here, Shaheem talked about being one of the leaders on the team and being a positive and uplifting kind of guy, which he is both on and off the field. And I wanted to use this as a reminder to everyone listening that we need to always be those leaders who bring that positive energy and that positive vibe into every single day. So here's my challenge to you. Be aware of the energy and the vibe that you bring into any room. You should always be aware of that, but especially during times of adversity and make sure that you're being that leader that are keeping those around you in an upbeat mood and are keeping them uplifted and are helping them to move the ball and get through whatever challenge or adversity you guys may be facing. So there you go. Those are the 11 clips that I wanted to highlight. But again, there are so many other great snippets that I could have pulled for this finale. So it was tough for me to really narrow it down, but I did make those decisions. So you got to hear those 11. But if you like these clips, go check out those full episodes. And as I mentioned earlier, go check out the other episodes too. During this break and before season three kicks off, there's quite a bit of time. So check out a few episodes. Hope you like them. I promise you that no matter which episodes you choose, there are going to be insights and lessons you can pull from because I know that I did every single one. There was some great insights, some great stories, some great advice that I took note of. And so I know you're going to find them to be awesome too. Now, 
Before I close the show, there's a few things I want to share with you that I'm going to be up to in this off season. I've already mentioned working on this next book, so stay tuned for that. Also, while I won't be releasing podcast episodes until season three kicks off, I will be doing a bunch of live broadcasts. So if you are not already a member of the Move the Ball Facebook group and you are on Facebook, please go ahead and join us there. I'll have the link in the show notes so you can join. And also, I'm going to be doing LinkedIn Lives as well. So if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, go follow me on LinkedIn. I'm maxed on connects as LinkedIn limits how many people you can connect with. I'm not sure why, but because I'm maxed, I can't accept a connection request, but you can follow me there so you can get notifications of when I go live with broadcasts on that platform too. And I'm always posting content on Instagram. So if you're on the gram, there's another spot to follow for additional content. My handle is at move the ball. You can see what I'm up to and the other things I'm working on. And I'm always interacting with players or or in the training room or doing something. So you can see some cool pics too. And I will have all of those notes or all of those links in the show notes for you to connect with me. Something else I recently started doing was having Move the Ball swag, which has been fun to see kind of the brand and the movement evolve and get into having swag items. So what do I got? I have hats, t-shirts, coffee mugs, stainless steel bottles, and tumblers. And there's going to be more stuff coming too. So if you want to get your swag and proudly show off that you are a part of the Move the Ball movement, connect with me on social media and we'll make it happen. I don't have a link to a store currently, something I have to work on. So what I've been doing is people have just been messaging me on social media to get their gear. You can also send me an email at info at jenniferagarrett.com to get your swag. And lastly, stay tuned for season three as I plan on doing some challenges and some other fun stuff to get you really moving the ball in 2022. So during the off season, I'm going to be planning all that out. All right. As we are ending the show and the season, I just want to again say a huge, huge thank you to all of you for listening to the show and being a part of the Move the Ball movement. Again, join the Facebook group. Follow me on LinkedIn and IG. I'll start doing more tweets too, so you can connect with me on Twitter. And I'm toying around with TikTok and YouTube, so more to come on that later. All right, two last things. If you haven't already done so, I've said these on pretty much every episode recently, but if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast so that you can catch all of the future episodes. And while you're there, leave a review for the show too. And during this off-season, Share the podcast with a few friends as well so we can continue to grow the movement. Okie dokie. It's time to wrap it up. So be safe out there. Be kind always. Enjoy the upcoming holiday season and finish the year strong. You know I love you all and I'm cheering you on. Until next time, until season three, make sure that every dang day you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.getinsidethehuddle.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.